Welcome to the Soul Midwife Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Hughes. I'm an energy healer, a guide, a mama of four, and yes, a soul midwife. In this podcast, I offer guidance, healings, and wisdom for women who are feeling out of alignment, disconnected, and are longing to find out or to rediscover who they truly are from a deep place of wholeness. Women who are ready to step out of the culture of busy, overwhelmed, disconnection, and fragmentation, and to lead lives that feel soulful and aligned from the inside out. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. So today I want to be talking about living life from a new center of gravity. So I think the typical human experience, or the typical center of gravity that we often live life from, is one of our mind, really. So, you know, our decisions come from our pro and con list. Where we're going to live, how we're going to live our life comes from some sort of decision-making process that you've logically gone through. How you're going to structure your life, how what you're going to, like the journey of your life often comes from a map that really we've been kind of given from a young age. And that map, of course, is is actually changing quite a lot culturally, but is that, you know, you go to school and then you go to college, you get married, you have kids, right? This is often the map that we're showing as the best kind of way to be. And I would say culturally, there's, you know, obviously different cultures within the larger culture that place different values on different things. But that's kind of the map that many of us are given, right? And so when we live life from a new center of gravity, it is, well, actually, before I go there, I just want to really lay out where most of us, our center of gravity is coming from. We really live from this place of, that we do have to have a map, that there is, a specific order that things go in or there or that we would like them to go in and if they don't go in that direction then we're doing something wrong that that life is really a from a, a point a to b right that we live life in a uh, linear line <laughs> and that we often aren't even aware of where we are on the line because we're so focused on the end the end goal that we really like live life in a very fast-paced way and in a very goal-oriented way. We have a very specific idea of what is going to make us happy and for many people, everybody it looks kind of different, but for many people it is, you know, money will make you happy, security will make you happy, stability will make you happy, um, if you have a job you like that will make you happy, and safety will make you happy. So kind of knowing what's coming will definitely make you happy, which is why we tend to go into the modes of control, which is a hard place to be because the only thing I know about life for certain is that there's constant change. Like life is always changing. I was actually reflecting just this morning on kind of a new... There's often words that come through for the work that I'm doing with women in the world. 
And the biggest and strongest word right now is vitality. And I was thinking about my own business journey over the course of the last, uh, what, 10 years now, nearly, and the work that I've done and how there was this voice that came about how I was a little worried that people were going to think I was was ungrounded because I kind of changed the main focus sometimes. Actually, the main focus is always the same. There's always one mission that I have that I feel that I was put here for, and that is connection to help us connect more to our true selves. But how I go about that over the years has been very different. And so the word right now that's coming through very strongly is vitality. And as I was sitting there, I was thinking, wow, people are going to think that you know, whatever, I, I don't even remember what I was thinking, but I was telling myself all of these stories about what you out there were going to think about um, kind of some of the new language that I feel coming in, bringing in, and how you might think that I'm ungrounded and switching gears all the time. And the funny thing that came with that was that I thought that you all need me to stay the same, right? When like I just said, the only thing I actually know about life is that it's always changing. And yet so many of us try to stay the same. It was quite a cultural thing for a long time. You always had the same job. You always stayed in the same town. You always really stayed the same person in the same town with the same people that grew up with you. And I'm not saying that there's n- nothing bad about that. In fact, just this weekend, I was at, I just recently moved back to my own hometown and I was at a restaurant talking to two different servers about the fact that they also came from two small towns and that in their words they escaped and I felt like it was kind of funny that in some ways our culture has shifted to that that small townness isn't going to be fulfilling and for me essentially I had to leave to explore right to go through the changes I needed and come back and really see this whole uh, place where I live now in very new eyes and also see how much it's changed like I don't see anyone that I grew up with it's no longer a small town first of all but I digress so really that we are allowed to change that we should allow ourselves to change which is sometimes easier said than done especially when you have friends and family for years and years that see you in a certain way and you very much feel that you're evolving and changing and growing into this more expanded version of you, right? We never really get rid of the parts. To me, that's never my goal is to get rid of parts of me that I don't like. It's more to embrace and become more expanded version of myself, to become more into my true self, right? So living a life from a new center of gravity, because in that old center of gravity where we're using our mind, we're using control, culturally we've been really... enculturated with a lot of uh, fear, really. We've been enculturated with a lot of fragmentation. So fragmenting like what parts of you are good and what parts are shameful. We've been really told like what is good and what isn't good. We've been really fed a lot of things that kind of make up this sense of self that we are now that isn't always aligned with this true sense of self, right? And a lot of that is based on ego. 
And a lot of that ego is based on fear of control and keeping our world safe so that we feel safe inside. And I totally understand that. (laughs) I get that urge. Believe me, I am a human. I super understand the urge to want to control and keep everything safe and know the rhythm. And, um, you know, the greatest gift I've ever been given was my children because you just can't control, really, if you really want especially their little spirits, to grow and thrive. You just aren't going to be able to control what they say and how they say it and how they do it. And um, you, you obviously get to be a guide, right? But allowing them to experience life and experience the world and to grow means that you have to be really expansive and not live life from that fearful and controlling place. And so when we live from a new center of gravity, we live from a place that is often mysterious. It is a very heart-centered and soul-centered place. And it is not a place that we've often led our life from. It's a very mysterious place that doesn't really have a map at the beginning. It's kind of a backwoodsy place that you have to have a lot of trust and faith because there's no GPS, (laughs) there's no GPS system. And so you have to have trust in that internal map. And what that internal map might be, might be so much different than your preordained life that your parents and your culture has designed for you. It might require that you go through a massive evolution in yourself, a massive shedding and come out not a different person, but it might be experienced to others as a very different person. To me, it's just a more true sense of you. But it might feel a little jarring and perhaps even scary to some people, right? You see this a lot in partnerships where one person kind of grows and evolves and the other person liked that other person to be and they kind of want to control and keep them the same rather than experiencing a new evolution of the relationship, right? I I often say that the reason why my husband and I have had such a strong relationship and have gone through lots of different phases of our marriage is that we have always, our main value is that we know that we are here for the growth and evolution of each other. And so that one person goes through a growth or evolution, then the relationship needs to go through a growth or evolution. And We've had a very big commitment to the conversations around. And it's hard. Like, I don't want to sugarcoat that it's not challenging. Those conversations have definitely brought many tears and some yelling over the years. Not so much yelling anymore. Just big emotions as you navigate and rebirth a relationship, rebirth yourself. But when you live life from that new center of gravity that is not ego and head-based, not always logical, and not saying that there's not a place for the logical mind, but the logical mind is really not supposed to be used as much as we are using it. For a to live a very fulfilling life where you just feel full, where you feel like no matter what's going on in the world outside of you, Maybe there's, you know, there's always talk lately of war and there's this big virus and now maybe even another virus and maybe even some food scarcity and not all those things. Like 
so many things all of the gun violence like there are so many things in this world that we could go down this rabbit hole of contraction and fear and in reality we really have very little control over any of those larger external circumstances that may or may not even happen right and so when you live life from this heart-centered soul-led place when you have that as your center of gravity, when you have that faith and trust in this mysterious place and you tune into that mysterious place and you listen and you establish a communication with that mysterious place, you very much feel led in anchored direction, right? That may not make sense. There's been many, many choices in my life that I have made from this intuitive place that for me intuition is a different place than the heart it's more of a gut so an intuitive or a soul-led place and I'm always checking in and always recalibrating and realigning to see where these choices are being made from that make no sense on paper if there was a pro and con list they make no sense also just the reevaluation or the growth of myself in business or in life. It's like, well, no, like life is really good right now. Why do I need another evolution? But you feel that heart pull in, that there's more to reclaim. There's more pieces to remember, to put back into the whole of you. And that when you are more whole, the funny thing is people often are like, I talk a lot about vitality, right? People often say to me, oh yeah, I feel pretty vital in life. I have, I have pretty good energy in life. And then maybe, but they maybe feel this heart pull to go on some sort of a journey that I offer or to do some work with me. And then they say afterwards, I had no idea that, that there was even more out there. So in their head, they're like, life is good, life is this. You know, they're having these stories about their life, but something caused them, this new center of gravity caused them to pull. And then what they discover is, holy cow, this expansion. Not, not saying that there wasn't a contraction to get to the expansion, right? That there wasn't a digging, a delving, an uncovering to reclaim more of the wholeness to find more of that true self. And what it leads to is this bigger container, this container where inside of you, you can tap into joy and grief at the same time. You can feel it both. You can hold both of those emotions at the same time. You can hold a lot of different kind of varying emotions at the same time. It leads to a larger container for the experience of what it means to be a human. It leads to a larger container to what it means to be a human beyond the bones and skin of you, which is a beautiful thing. The bones and skin of you are beautiful and should be honored and respected and cherished and nourished, just like your mind and your logic. But there's something more that leads us. There's something more that comes inside of us. Because without the bones and the skin and the mind, there's still consciousness. 
right? And that consciousness is, in, in my view, is the soul. It is the us, the energetic essence of us that is in existence with or without the body. So if you believe in heaven, it's what goes up with you to heaven, right? Your body isn't going with you to heaven. Maybe a projection of your body. Maybe we're just projections of bodies down here. I don't know. There's lots of debate about that in like the quantum physics realm, right? It doesn't matter to me. But the essence of us, like your true essence of you is in there. And is able to be accessed and experienced and you're able to live life from that center of gravity. Because the world needs us to be us. Like that is why you're here, is to be you. You're not here to be some version of you that all of these people want you to be. Because that's probably not in alignment fully with who you actually truly are. And we're all here with these unique, beautiful gifts to give. And that doesn't mean that it has to be world-changing, epic, like Oprah stuff, right? But at the same time, just being you is world-changing and epic. Because a single drop creates this ripple effect, right? And so tapping into your actual soul, tapping into your energetic essence and living from that place, just having conversations with loved ones or having conversations with friends or just being in a park and people being able to experience that energetic essence signature of you in alignment causes them to want to, like the electromagnetic of you, right? It's like magnets. They come together. And so we are all electromagnetic fields. Like if you didn't know that, you have and are an electromagnetic field. Some people might call that an aura, but that is just you. Like you are made out of protons and electrons and they all have this electromagnetic, right? It's the earth is also. Like that is the nature of the universe. So you can throw whatever words you want on it and you can call it spiritual and that might not resonate with you. And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it's still the same. It's the same essence, whatever you want to call it. We are electromagnetic beings. We have a field. And when we come in contact with other people's fields, we either resonate or don't resonate. And when you're in your true, more or more aligned true self, it actually can affect the possibility of somebody else's true self. The possibility which is found in the 99% of the space that is in the cells, right? Our cells are 99% space, possibility. Potentiality that is unmet. And yet we get stuck in this ego in the center of gravity that is not very aligned and not very true. It's kind of like we're living, I mean, the image I'm getting is kind of like a person who's kind of leaning, kind of like they're just out of center. And a lot of people feel this. We see this a lot in society. We see this in the sickness of society, whether that's the mental health or the physical health of society, this lack of alignment. Sometimes, in my belief, illness, comes in to realign you it's like a gift it's not 
it's like life is happening for you, not to you. It's definitely been my experience. I've had lots of illness and, uh, you know, autoimmune stuff. And it was literally just showing me how out of balance, out of alignment I was. It's my body's wisdom speaking to me. It wasn't my body trying to hurt me. It's actually my body showing me that I needed to heal. And the amazing thing about humans is that we are amazing self-healers when we have that information and we have that communication. Also, the amazing things about human is we do have technology, but we way, in my opinion, way, way, way over, we outsource our power. We outsource our energetic potentiality for healing. Because we want a quick fix, because that's part of what we've been sold. That's part of living life from that center of gravity that makes us really out of kilter. Because sometimes healing, it takes a while. It's a journey. And sometimes that journey of healing is where all the good, juicy stuff happens. It's not like we got to hurry up and make this better because it's not what I want. It's like sometimes my husband often says what gets in the way is of the work is the work. What gets in the way of the healing is actually the healing. That's the journey. Which is why I always try to take people on journeys because, you know, I have a lot of women that come to me that want hormonal health because they're really out of balance and they've been lots of places and it either didn't resonate or it didn't work. Frankly, it just doesn't work a lot of times. Like the pills, they, they just don't work for true deep healing. They're band-aids. So sometimes people get fed up and they come to me and they want that deeper alignment. And they have to realize that it's not a magic pill, that it's sometimes it's going to take that journey and that there's beauty to be found on the journey, right? That that is how we tap into that inner navigation system. That that is going off-road and having our own life's journey. And in order to do that, you have to get really quiet. And you have to get really present. You have to go into that internal world as a priority. Not always living in an external world as a priority. Not always living with your eyes open and outside. And what are you going to do? And what's your to-do list? And all of these sorts of things, they're super important. Like, I love that part of being a human. I love doing things. I'm a doer. And also, I can overdo because it's actually, it just feels comfortable, really, to keep going and doing. Meaning, comfortable meaning, like, also distracting. I mean, it feels good to, like, accomplish things, you know? Like, you get that probably dopamine hit. But also sometimes going in is uncomfortable and so we stay in the external world so we don't have to get uncomfortable and again living life from the old center of gravity is living a life where we all want comfort all the time where we all want to be in you know it's now summer now in the northern hemisphere we always want to be specific temperature 70 degrees not realizing that the fluctuation of temperature is actually exercising our nervous system it's actually making us more healthy and so having a dysregulated nervous system comes from stress, comes from trauma, comes from all of the things in the world, but even comes from how we treat our body, always trying to keep it comfortable. Actually using the muscles of the nervous system, obviously it's not muscles, but meaning strengthening it, you strengthen it by using it, by not always being at 70 whatever degrees, right? 
So you listen, you get quiet, and you follow that guidance. And then you let it grow. You let that grow. You find that third way of being. You get quiet, you get presence, and then you know the wisdom because you can now hear the wisdom. And sometimes you need a guide, which is why people come to me. So I think that's all I really want to say about living life from a new center of gravity. I do want to tell those of you who have made it all the way through this 20 minutes with me, thank you. And I also want to say that in just a few days, I'm starting a new journey. It's called Soul Print. And it's all about really tapping into that energetic essence, tapping into your true self. Obviously, it's just a 10-day journey. You're not going to get there in just 10 days. But it's definitely a great guide. It's a great starting point. It's a great map. Um, Probably some good juicy things will be unlocked within you to continue to explore either on your own or with me it's a it's an awesome way it's live uh obviously it's also recorded it's 30 to 45 minutes a day of me chatting sharing not only the wisdom but also the embodiment so how some how to's especially around the energy so grounding you in what it actually means grounding you in biology and chemistry and so I I geek out on all that stuff neuroscience but also grounding you in you know the energetics of who you are and how to clear your energy it's going to be an epic journey so you can head over to soulmidwifejulie.com soul print is the name of the journey and we start on June 15th it is also being offered in the gift economy model and that you can read more about what the heck that is Um, over on my website. So I hope you've enjoyed this and I will connect with you soon. Thanks everyone. Bye.